August 31st, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, through chapter 5, verse 10. But we, Paul and his co-workers, continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith the psalmist had when he said, I believed in God, and so I speak. We know that the same God who raised our Lord Jesus will also raise us with Jesus and present us to Himself along with you. All of these things are for your benefit. And as God's grace brings more and more people to Christ, there will be great thanksgiving, and God will receive more and more glory. That is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are quite small, and won't last very long. Yet they produce for us an immeasurably great glory that will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see right now. Rather, we look forward to what we have not yet seen. For the troubles we see will soon be over, but the joys to come will last forever. For we know that when this earthly tent we live in is taken down, when we die and leave these bodies, we will have a home in heaven, an eternal body made for us by God Himself and not by human hands. We grow weary in our present bodies, and we long for the day when we will put on our heavenly bodies like new clothing. For we will not be spirits without bodies, but we will put on new heavenly bodies. Our dying bodies make us groan and sigh. But it's not that we want to die and have no bodies at all. We want to slip into our new bodies, so that these dying bodies will be swallowed up by everlasting life. God Himself has prepared us for this, and as a guarantee He has given us His Holy Spirit. So we are always confident, even though we know that as long as we live in these bodies, we are not at home with the Lord. That is why we live by believing and not by seeing. Yes, we are fully confident, and we would rather be away from these bodies, for then we will be at home with the Lord. So our aim is to please Him always, whether we are here in this body or away from this body. For we must all stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in our bodies. That somehow it's going to make everything better just in case they come back up, just in case this situation happens. And God says, I want you to trust me that my ways are better than your ways, that my thoughts are better than your thoughts, that, that I have a plan for you to prosper you that's not to harm you. And I want to move away from here, but I can't do it if you do not stop holding. And, and let me give you a practical example. Brent, could you come out here real quick? Because First Peter chapter 5, and seven, it says, give all your worries and your cares to who? To God. Th that means we got to cast it. Another, another version actually says that. Cast all your cares upon the Lord for he cares about you. And you was like, yeah, he cares. But then wh why, why, why did I go through it? 
And see, what, what ends up happening is we, we come in and, and, and I, I want to say it like this. Life is a conglomerate of two different things. What happened to you, which you had no control over. There were things that happened to you, but it doesn't just stop there. It's what happened to you and then what you decide. And, and a lot of us, we only look at the past of what happened to us. And then we base all of our decisions on the fact of what happened to us instead of allowing God to transform us in this place right here. Release the things and move to our, our, our next. And this is what happens. Life happens. I got offended because somebody did something to me that was wrong. And the thing is, we never release it because I can still function with my offense. And a lot of people are okay as long as they're able to function with their dysfunction. So as long as, as, as I'm a young man and I can get angry, that's fine. I still can do everything that I need to do. I still can clap if I need to clap. I can still punch you if I need to. I, I, I don't have full mobility of, of, of what I could grasp and touch, but I'm okay with, with keeping these things because I can still move. But what ends up happening is life keeps coming at you and you lost the job and you got caught up in perversion and there was a relationship that was not like God. Now what happens when you're carrying things you were never meant to carry and now God's telling you to release but this has become comfortable. Having frustration in my life, having anger in my life, blaming other people, it's comfortable. And so now instead of releasing things, I'm more accustomed to catching things. I take offense. Uh-huh. Like offense is thrown in the air. I don't dodge it. Ooh, I want it. I, I, want, I wanted that offense. I, I wanted to get that. And so then I go to the job where they undervalue me. And, and there's some big offenses, but then there's some little offenses that I start, I start catching the people who talked about me on Instagram and, and the people in my family. Oh, yeah, I'm coming to your house today. Oh, no. Oh, no. And see, this is how crazy we look because we would rather chase an offense. We would rather, we would rather get down and pick up something that's insignificant because I didn't deserve to be treated like that. And they, they don't know who I am over here looking crazy. And what ends up happening is we spend our life focusing and trying to catch small offenses. And this is what most of us look like. This is what your soul looks like. And you're functioning every day. And you're trying to go through life and act like God is good <laughs> and, and everything's all right. And this is what people see because I got to keep preaching. But now, oh, no, 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 not, no, 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 not my, no, uh-uh, not my family. They never believed in me. I can't let that go. They didn't support me when I tried to step. I can't let that go. Nope. So I'm going to keep trying to function while holding everything that's hurt me and been a weight in my life. It's harder to do what's easy 
when you're holding things that you were never meant to carry. But look at Ephesians chapter 4. Because Paul, I like Paul. Because Paul is one of the realest, uh, I mean, he went through some real stuff. And, and, And he had a rough life. Like Paul was killing Christians. Let me just say it like this. Paul had a past. How many people in this room watching right now have a past? Lift your hands high. If you're watching, if you're watching in your living room, lift your hands. And if you didn't lift your hands, you're lying. We all got a past. The question is, is your past still present? Because we call it the past, but if it really is the past, then it can't affect your present. And most of us have a past present. Because what happened to us in the past is still affecting us in the present. And what Paul is saying is, I got a past. I got a past probably worse than all of y'all. I was killing people. I was probably doing things with females that believed in Jesus. I was, I was talking down to people. I was doing all kinds of stuff. But look what Paul says to us in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31. And this is an HTL. This is a hard-to-live scripture. Because it sounds good when we read it. But it's hard to live this one out. Look what he says. He says, get rid or stop holding. Everybody say, stop holding. holding. All bitterness. All bitterness. All rage. All anger. Hold on, Lord. All anger? Ain't there a little bit that I can keep? It says, get rid of all anger, all harsh words. Uh Uh-oh. All slander. Well, I'm not just talking about them. I'm telling the 